This is Meg Tilton at the Eight Cow Life, and you are listening to the September 2018 edition of A Cup of Joel, entitled Glory to God. This is the Eight Cow Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Welcome back to September 2018's edition of A Cup of Joel. I'm so glad you each are here. In this podcast this month, Joel and I discuss the giving glory to God and how we can do that in our everyday lives and how it doesn't have to be big things. In fact, we all can do it in very small ways all the time in our life. So come have a listen and enjoy a cup of Joel. Okay, Joel, welcome back to the podcast. It's super early when we're recording this. And this is crazy. I'm, I'm dedicated. <laughs> we love our listeners. That's right. That is right. I actually had somebody reach out and say that they had some comments, but she hasn't written me an email yet. I told her to oh. write me an email about one of our podcasts, but she hasn't yet. So hopefully next time we will have an email that I can we can discuss. So Actually, I've been thinking the opposite way. I've really? been thinking, listeners, I, I don't care what you're saying. <laughs> That's probably Find a another good... channel to listen to. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I think it'd be interesting just to see what other people think, you know, like about something. I'll Not that we on. have to agree with them. We don't have to agree with them. And that's correct. It's our podcast. We don't agree with each other. So that's right. That's right. I know. I think we need to start that's disagreeing right. more. I think that'd be up our viewer listenership if we we're like, I totally disagree with you, Joel. It's blasphemy. <laughs> I agree with that too. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Well, what are we talking about today? Oh, my goodness. Megan, this has been something that's kind of gone around in my mind the last few days. I actually wrote an article in our ward newsletter. Did your ward do a newsletter? We do a newsletter here in Chapel Hill. Our ward doesn't, but our Relief Society does. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, we do this bishopric message. Mm-hmm. So I'll read you this message. And then we can talk about it. Okay. And you can say, Joel, that was completely off base. It's no wonder no one in your ward talks to you. Um, <laughs> that is not true. true. That is and not true. true. After this rant, I didn't have one person say anything to me about it, which is <laughs> like either they hate it or probably more true. Nobody reads the Bishopic message in a ward newsletter. That is probably uh, true. I think that's exactly I it. think you need to put something really like blatantly bad in it to see if people read it because then you'll know, right? Because people would then comment like, what is that? Yes. But if it's just like, you know, pretty I know. Yeah. front of the mill, yeah. people be like, choose the right. Okay. Choose the right. Yeah, you're right. You gotta I something. actually have a comment on that, but okay. at the end, at the end. <laughs> okay. All right, well, here we go. So it's, many of us are quite accomplished in our fields of study or work or we have a talent or skill that has been appropriately publicly recognized. Um, In my ward, we have one member of our ward who developed a computer chip 
that made it into the IEEE Chip Hall of Fame. Thanks to this newsletter, my ward now knows there is a Chip Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, we have a ward member that has sung on stage at Carnegie Hall in New York City. We've got a ward member here in Chapel Hill that has launched the careers of countless dancers, including one MacArthur Genius Grant recipient. We have another ward member who edits a nationally distributed magazine. We have other members of our ward who have accomplishments that are not quite as well known, but they're just as worthy. One member may have paid tithing this week, which for her is a tremendous leap of faith as she does not have the financial means to uh, pay all of her bills this month. We may have had another ward member who confessed his sins to God and has finally resolved to turn a corner in his life, resolving to be a better man and not turn back. A youth may have taken a seat beside a bullied kid at school, like in the school cafeteria, potentially risking um, condemnation from her peers. We have another ward member who may have freely forgiven a fellow ward member who recently said some unkind words unwarranted about a member of her family. Um, another ward member may have at last forgiven herself for a mistake she made so long ago. She too is resolved to look ahead and not beat herself up for her past. All these last examples, Megan, are fictional, lest anybody who listens to us think, ah, Joel's ratting me out. Um, but these type of accomplishments happen all the time. You've been that kind of person. I've been that kind of person. But these type of accomplishments happen without public notice. They're not openly acknowledged, but that's not unusual. Frankly, sometimes we do stuff we don't want publicly acknowledged. But more importantly, what did the Savior say about all of this? He said, cast your alms in private that your Father in heaven can reward you openly. And that's important to remember. And that is hard to remember sometimes because we all want feedback and acknowledgement for what we do, even in the church. I give a talk. Maybe you give a talk. I want to know how I did. Mm -hmm. I want people to come up to me and say, good job, or you sucked. <laughs> Should we say suck in this podcast? Sure. You stunk. Um, I've had folks who do musical numbers and say they wish people could applaud mm -hmm. in sacrament meeting. We mm -hmm. don't, but they're like, oh, I missed that feedback like you, mm -hmm. you did a nice job mm -hmm. um you know let's make no mistake all of our good deeds are recorded and will eventually be acknowledged openly um every bit of trash we pick up every good deed we do every sin of which we repent is recorded and will be acknowledged most likely up there and not down here but that's okay the payoff up there far exceeds any payoff down here, any acknowledgement up there is superior to anything down here. So folks, you know, let's be patient, but still, I don't want to say it's the natural man that wants this kind of feedback. I think it's just kind of normal. You want to know how you're doing. Mm -hmm. Perhaps Megan is just in the attitude, I guess. Am I looking for feedback on my musical number? Your primary chorister. You want parents to say, Megan, your primary did a great job. Mm -hmm. Not because to tout yourself, or maybe it is to tout yourself, mm -hmm. but, but just because 
you're looking for feedback. In the end, all glory to God. But sometimes making it's hard. I don't know how to route glory to God when I want to know how well I did. What do you think? So this is really interesting because we talk a lot about this in my coaching business, and this is something that I've had to work on a lot too because I remember when I would like give a talk or something, like I would then, after the talk, I'd be like, Greg, was that good? Like, do you think it was um, offensive? Do you think I said anything that I shouldn't have said or whatever? And I've really had to work on that because I think we do look a lot to external sources for our validation, for our worth, for our goodness or whatever. And I think really one of the major tests in life and lessons in life is to look internally and to God and that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, I think all the time have to decide what is the best me that's going to show up today when I'm doing this. And when I do that, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or says, right? Right. We like to think that it has to do with somebody else and what they say, but it doesn't because what they yeah. think or say is really irrelevant. Just because they th- say it's good doesn't actually mean it was good. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we still want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and how many times have people, have you um, done something like, say, given a talk or participated in a, in a musical number or done a really great project or something like that, and you think that was so terrible. And yet a lot of people will come up to you and say, that was awesome. I loved it, but you still don't believe them. Yeah. You still don't believe them. So we think falsely that that comes from other people, but it's all internal because, you know, even when we say, um, feel love from somebody else, we think it's because they're being loving to us. It's like, no, I'm choosing to feel that love because yeah. there's been times in my past where Greg has said such like very loving things to me, and I'm like, I don't believe you. Yeah, right? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So sure, we don't always. It's really, I think the the essence of life is to have internal worth and know like when you show up your best self, but then also be able to give yourself a lot of grace when you don't, because right. you know the circumstances in your life and you're like, I'm just learning or improving or that could be better, but not to beat yourself up and not to have a lot of shame. and Right, good guilt. points, good points. I look yeah. to the life of the savior. You know, I had a ward member long ago said Jesus was the first rock star. You know, that guy, you read in the New Testament, whenever he walked out of his house, he was mobbed with people. Masses of people just followed him everywhere he went. That could go to your head, mm-hmm. that kind of adulation. And yet he, he cultivated that because he said, follow me. So he had to live a life that pe- to draw people to him. Mm-hmm. Yet he also managed to walk that line perfectly, say, all glory to God. You know, it's not about me, the person it's about me deity if that makes sense Mm -hmm. follow god so i say okay i'm okay with adulation joel you get a good talk that was a great sunday school lesson Mm -hmm. Uh, thanks for coming to the service project joel it really helped but how do i spin that so what they're really saying is i'm closer to god because of what you said in sunday school or i'm Mm -hmm. i don't know if i I'm closer to God because of your participation in the service project. I don't know. Maybe this is one of those things you just have to pray about because it's it's subtle, but it's it's all in your head. 
Why am I giving this talk? Why am I preparing these kids for this primary program? Am I doing it for the glory or do I, am I doing it for God? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's when you start to worry what other people think that you're not doing it in the right yeah. realm, right? Yeah, yes. Because we can get really caught up in that. Like, like let's use this primary program for an example since I'm right. the primary courser. Like if they yes. totally flop, yeah, I need to just be like, oh, well, I did my part. Like we, I prepared them as best. best I could. Yes. And they just didn't show up that day. And that's okay. They're kids. And guess what? Yes. Nobody died. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's okay. Like, it doesn't have, like, we strive so much for perfection that when we continually fail yes. to meet that mark, then we think that it has something to do with our worth. And it doesn't at all. Right. Right. Or the value of what we're contributing. And it doesn't yes. at all. So yes. I think you have to be really, really careful there and it is really hard to be like well i'm doing this say this calling of being the primary courser because i feel like heavenly father has called me to do this and my bishop has asked me to do it and the primary president asked me to do it and it's important and it needs to happen and this is important for the kids you know like so that they can grow their testimonies it's not we run into a lot of problems in life when we make it about us and it's never about us you have to like correct externally be like this is about giving glory to god or this is about touching somebody else with the spirit at like and i'm just the vehicle of mm-hmm. delivering that or yeah. helping somebody gain their testimony right yeah. right yeah well again in the end on judgment day we're judged for our actions but more so for our thoughts our attitudes mm-hmm. so everything you said i 100 percent agree with we're supposed to hear disagree in here. I disagree with everything you just said, Nick. I can't. I can never disagree with you because you're always right. Because you always agree with me, which makes you always right. Um, it's, it's, it's our attitude. Um, if we put off that natural man, which is, is all about me, mm-hmm. and somehow had the Holy Ghost help us advance. No, this is about helping you. I gave this talk to help you get closer to God. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Sometimes easier said than done. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard. Yeah, it is. So I gave a talk a couple weeks ago in um, church, which is not a typical talk I would have given because it was a little bit direct and like was like, we need to start doing this and we need to make sure we're doing that. But I was like, but this is the talk that Heavenly Father wants me to give. So if I hadn't given that talk... I think I would have been more disappointed in myself because I would have been trying to please like maybe my listenership. Yes. More Good than, point. than I was trying to please this, what the spirit was telling me to talk about. Right. And then, but see, this is the thing, like I would have been then disappointed in myself because I wouldn't have yes. shown up the way that I knew I was supposed to. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Excellent so. point. Yeah. We forget sometimes that the Savior said, I bring a sword. Mm-hmm. You know, we forget sometimes that the Savior called people fools and he called people hypocrites. Uh, he called people little children. We forget sometimes that he was kind of. I didn't call anybody a hypocrite. Direct. By the way. <laughs> well, Jesus could call them that because he can see our hearts. <laughs> you and me, you better stay away from that. But he, yeah. But we think of Jesus as, oh, he's all full of love. And he, he is. 
he's also full of what he say to the woman taking adultery. I'm not going to condemn you, but sin no more, lady. Knock it off. You are in the wrong here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's actually something that this is kind of a little bit off of our topic, but I think that a lot of times we're afraid to say that to people like, hey, that's not right. We live in a very politically correct society now. Yes, so it's like you can't yes. offend anybody. You can't say anything is wrong, you know. Um, and I think that that's not, if you read the scriptures and the way that like the prophets yeah. in the Book of Mormon wrote, like that was what yeah. my talk was about was it was on Captain Moroni. And I'm like, if you didn't follow what he thought you were supposed to follow, like in God's way, he killed you. Yeah. Like That's she was right. like, I don't have any patience for this. That's so right. <laughs> That's very true. And yet the thing that really caught my eye when I was preparing that talk, it said, but the people were never happier. Right. Like Good so, point. You know. Anyway, yeah. so that's a little bit of a tangent, but I think it go, plays right into that, like, Moroni didn't care what, um, yeah. oh, sorry, Captain Mormon, Moroni, yeah. No, Captain Moroni, yeah, yeah. right. So, <laughs> the, the, the I'm different like, Moroni, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It's really anyway, late. so, yeah, so he was just, like, I, I glory God more than anything else, and if I find people that aren't glorying him, glorifying yeah. him, then it's over. <laughs> just... <laughs> Friday, I had lunch with a friend who's LDS. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, he doesn't listen to this podcast because he's going to be very mad at me. Well, I'll change his name. Okay. Seymour. Um, <laughs> okay. Mr. Seymour. But, but he's not my friend either. And it was a woman. And it was a child. Okay. And he was Afghanistani. Okay. And he hadn't come to church in like five out of six weeks. And I said, I haven't seen you in a while. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been so busy. And come Saturday night, I'm exhausted. And going to church is just one one more thing. And I just needed to rest. I, I just I, ha- I had to take something off my plate. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and that's okay, because we can't run more than we can walk. And to your point about how bold or politically correct we have to be, I bit my lip because I didn't know. I just wanted to say you took something off your plate, which was going to sacrament meeting. Mm-hmm. Look at everything on your plate and maybe take something else off your plate so you can go to sacrament meeting. That mm-hmm. was the cho- you made the choice to take sacrament meeting off your plate because you're so busy. Mm-hmm. It says yeah. something's wrong with that equation, but I didn't yeah. see any of that. I just went, oh, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's hard. I sympathized. Oh, I know. It's just so hard. Yeah, because so we're afraid, right? Yeah, well, well, we're afraid. Like, I'm not that, your bishop, I can't. Yeah, what am I supposed to say? But I think I think that brings up an interesting point, though, because I mean, um, how far do you go as a friend? Because I, my kids listen to Hank Smith. I've mentioned him on the podcast before, I think, but he has a whole thing on how to be a good friend, and his whole yeah. thing is, if your friends are doing things that they're not supposed to, you need to kind of call them out on it. Right. And be like, hey, because even if they don't decide to change, they will always remember that you were like, hey, but I want yeah. you to be there. I, it's important yeah. that you're there. Like, because I think you can say those same things. Like, I think you could have said to your friend those things, but in a loving way. Yeah. yeah. You know, With not, love like, and a, not right. like a condemning way, just being like, right. 
but the sacrament is so important. Like you need to be there and I know it will help you like possibly look at your schedule and see if there's something else you could take off your plate. Right. But I totally understand we all are afraid to offend or push people or whatever. And I think really we have to say, well, what would Heavenly Father want me to say? What would he say in this instance? Yes, Megan, let's conclude this podcast with this one point, which is off topic, but it is the topic of the day. The Holy Ghost will help you, listener, choose what to take off your plate. You don't have to make these decisions alone. My wife is a great example of that. She said to me the other day, I was swamped. I had way too much to do. So I got on my knees. I said, Holy Father, what do I do first? And I did the things that the Holy Ghost said and this other stuff. They didn't get done. Mm-hmm. And she was okay with that. Mm-hmm. The Holy Ghost will prompt you mm-hmm. what to take off your plate if you're overwhelmed. And it could be something church-related. Follow the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. If the yeah. Holy Ghost tells you to chop off someone's head and steal his journal, that's okay. <laughs> that's a, that's uh-huh. a great way of saying the story of Nephi. I took yeah. Laban's journal. <laughs> that's right. It's, the Holy Ghost will guide you. That's awesome. You yeah. Know, when Jesus said, I said to my, I did say this. I said, when Jesus says, my burden is easy, my yoke is light. I said, I believe him. So if we're feeling overwhelmed, the problem is down here on our end. It's not on his end. Mm-hmm. So something in my life's amiss if I'm feeling overwhelmed because of my callings and all the things that the church is asking me to do. Yeah. And, and the, the Holy Ghost that will we, help me soak that out. Yeah. And the things that we ask of ourselves to do. Right. Right. So this is going to come as a shock to you, Joel, because this is very applicable to this topic because... Just this last week, I was thinking about the fall party that I do every year. Yeah, it's my favorite activity. Yeah. Well, I'm taking it off the plate this year. No. Yeah. I'm Boo. just. I know. Boo. Sorry. <laughs> Heavenly Father's told me to take it off the plate this year. Okay, then. Very good. <laughs> well, you're right. I hear you. Because that yeah. is, I hear you. I hear you. Good example. Yeah, because I just have felt like. Nope, I need a break this year. It's not that I'm never going to do it again. It's just that right. this year, right. I'm just not going to do it. And Good point. I think I want to focus. Because here's the thing. When I do that party, I'm exhausted because I do it this yeah. Friday before general conference. Right. And I'm exhausted for general conference. Right, right. And I want to enjoy general conference this year. Yes. <laughs> and not fall asleep. I, I don't fall to. I so, hear you. Anyway. But I really feel like Heavenly Father was like, yeah, take that off your plate this year. Bingo. I'm like, okay. All right. Even though well, Joel people got something out of this. doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, you're not here to come to it anyway. That's why I moved. I know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, that is a great topic. That was great. I hope somebody got something out of this one. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. I can't say that about every one of my podcasts, but this is what I liked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so how about next month? I thought we could review the requirements to get into heaven. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I'm not going to be able to check any of those boxes, Joel. <laughs> isn't that why we're here? I mean, isn't that the only reason why we're here? Yeah. Well, let's review what those are. Okay. That'll be awesome. I- right. I'll feel like a complete failure. Well, let's not record it at 7 in the morning. (laughs) 
Yes, we will. We will get that's it. Just, that's just a production comment, listeners. That doesn't concern you. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, sounds good. And we will see you next month then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Isn't Joel great? I just love being able to chat with him once a month, and it's made me not so sad that they've moved. I mean, I do wish they were still here in our ward, but I get to chat with him once a month and hear his great insight and wisdom on many different topics, and I'm glad I can share that with all of you. If you have a comment or would like to give us some feedback on the podcast, we would love to hear it. So please write me at meg at the eightcowlife.com and we will definitely give you a shout out and discuss it on one of our upcoming podcasts. Until then, have a great month and we will see you next month on A Cup of Joel. Bye-bye.